gospel reading is from John, the 14th chapter, verses 23 through 29. Jesus said to Judas, not Iscariot, those who love me will keep my word and my father will love them and will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words and the word that you hear is not mine but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives, do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. Here ends the Gospel reading. It's already becoming a very, very hot day as I record this and prepare for my daughter's wedding later on this Saturday. And of course, the wedding is outside and the temperature will be in the 90s. But I am going to another time of the year when it's colder and there is snow on the ground. At least once a year, when I was serving Lutheran congregations, I would take the youth group for an evening of skiing. Once I made sure everyone was checked in and had their equipment, I would make my way to the lodge and sit preferably near a fireplace and where the youth could find me when it was time to check in. As you may know, I wear braces on my legs and they don't work with ski boots. Plus, with weak knees, my balance is not so good. After a while, I would grab a hot chocolate and relax. As the evening went on, I would see some of the youth and chaperones laughing and just generally having a good time. After a while, I would begin to feel lonely, left behind. No one likes being left behind. Yet, some experts say there's much to learn from being left behind. Now, in some Christian circles, the term left behind is used to describe the fate of those not righteous enough to be taken into heaven during the second coming. But the gospel text for today suggests getting left behind in a positive sense. The scene is the Last Supper, where Jesus is preparing his disciples for what is soon to come. He talks about what loving him means going forward and then adds, I have said these things while I am still with you. But just a few verses later, he adds, I am going away. In effect, Jesus tells the disciples that they will be left behind to carry on the gospel proclamation without him. As the New Interpreter's Bible notes, the governing theological and pastoral concern of John 14, 1 through 31, is to guide the community of Jesus' followers for life in his absence. And not coincidentally, 
This text is for the sixth Sunday of Easter, the Sunday before Ascension Day, when Jesus left the disciples behind in a dramatic way. Mind you, he didn't leave them alone, for in this passage, he also talks about the Holy Spirit coming to teach them what they need and to remind them of Jesus' words. But still, for the disciples, the ongoing endeavor of following Jesus would have a whole different feel without him physically present with them. And isn't that where we who follow Jesus are today? While we've never known Jesus as a physical presence, we are called to live in the wake of his time on earth, left behind, but needing to move forward, left behind, for life in his absence to be the witnesses of God's reality, the bearers of God's spirit. On one of our ski trips, a group of teenagers decided to go snow tubing instead of skiing. I decided to try it. While it was a little difficult getting on and off the tube, I made it work and had a great time. Plus, I bonded with these youth. Another time, one of the chaperones was not a skier and sat with me. As we drank our hot chocolate, we had a great conversation, which brought us closer. Eunice Holes, a church member in Madison, Wisconsin, tells of asking her son, who was a university student, why he seldom studied at his apartment. He explained that if he really wanted to study, he went to one of the campus's libraries. When I see all those people reading and concentrating, it convinces me to get at it, too. Holes goes on to say that, similarly, seeing the members of her church working on mission projects and tasks good for the church inspires her to do her part. She says to fellow members, Your lives are my favorite sermons. If we're open, amazing things can happen when we're left behind. Out of the experience of being left behind, we can see the importance of being supportive and encouraging others who are feeling left behind. Indeed, one of the cool things of being part of a church is that there are others to encourage us, and it should be part of our ministry to others to speak the word of encouragement when they need it. In this text, Jesus tells his followers that he is leaving a heavenly encourager behind with them. Granted, Jesus doesn't use that term, but encouragement is part of the Spirit's work. The Spirit will do the work of encouragement by teaching you everything and reminding you of all that I have said to you. Few metaphors are perfect. And although this matter of getting left behind gives us an entry into the text for today, it doesn't cover everything the text says. One thing it misses is that we who follow Jesus are not being left behind in every sense. Jesus tells the disciples, those who love me will keep my word and my father will love them. And we, that is the father and the son, will come to them and make our home with them. At the beginning of chapter 14, 
Jesus tells the disciples that he is leaving to prepare a place for them. But in today's reading, he says something more. Not only does Jesus prepare a place for us in God, but he also makes a place for God in us. Yes, Jesus has left us behind as he's returned to the Father. But God has, at the same time, made a home in us who struggle to feel included. And that struggle can make us stronger followers and even narrow the distance in relationships between others and God. So we are truly never alone. Amen. Thank you.